Welcome to another episode of Confessions from the Desk of a Single Female Black Professor. Um, On this episode, I have told you my take on it many times before, but I'm going to have a a special guest give me her take on it. And that special guest is none other than my mama. Mama. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I want you, we were just talking about this. And so I said, mom, I was like, hold on a minute. Um, let's do a, a podcast episode. So we were talking about just dating. So mom, give me your, your, well, first of all, tell me, you know, you're married to my dad, of course, but just kind of how you feel now at 73 about your do's and your don'ts if you were to date. Well, in my younger years, I felt like I could take anything off for a man. But now, at 73, I'm afraid to go through that again. Because it's a lot. I'm just afraid. I don't know what I'm getting into, what he's like. I didn't have to worry about that if I was younger. Mom, mama, you still got to worry about it if you're younger. Because at my age, um, I'm scared, you know. Um, That's why I have no desire to, to get marriage. I think marriage should be a beautiful thing for certain people. But for me, because... I have dealt with raising my child. He's almost, you know, of age to leave home and go do whatever he wants to do. I'm afraid that if I get with somebody, then how do I know that that man is who he says he is? And I like my own space. Number one, when you marry him, that's when the changes will start on most of them. And if he is not like he was when you were dating him, nice and kind and sweet and then once you marry him within a month you change you know right then hey this is not to do for me and the best thing for younger women is now don't stay there and get a house full of babies and can't go nowhere leave that sucker don't stay there with it leave him you know there is more women now in the workforce than there's ever been in history Mm -hmm. leave him don't put up with him and with an old one, I wouldn't put up with an old one either, you know, leave him. He come in, I'm used to not cooking, doing what I want to when I get ready, and then he come in, demand me to do something. No, you can hit the dough, brother. So let me ask you this. So I had this guy that uh, I met, and he said to me, um, Edwina, I want to build a future with you, but I need to know if you are willing to submit. And so I responded and I was like, well, first of all, you know, I'm my own person. I don't need a father figure. I don't need someone to take care of me. I need somebody that is going to be my companion. And I feel, you know, a lot of men, I'm not going to say all, a lot of men are quick to throw that in your face. Well, you need to know how to submit. I know I've heard it a million times before. What is your take on a woman submitting to a man? Now, first of all, submit. A lot of men don't know that definition of submit. That that is not saying I'm the I'm the boss. You do what I say. You submit. say that one more time, mom. Make sure everybody heard you. You're not the what? I'm the man. You're not the boss. You know you don't. We're here together, working together, and being submissive is you nice to me. You treat me nice. I got trust in you. And you taking care of me as a family man. 
any good woman is going to look up to that man and what he's saying. But now he don't, he's just not saying, you don't talk back to me when I get on you. No, no, that's, that's not submissive according to God's rule. You, you may disagree, a spouse may disagree with you. And it's a way that he will talk to you to let you know, hey, I don't think we should do da-da-da-da-da. But don't come out and tell me, no, you're not going to do this. Not, that's not being submissive. A lot of people don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. But you got to have trust. You don't dog a woman. You use out front. And you lead her in the family. And that means taking care of them. Not she got to get out there and breathe the bed, bread one and you sitting up at home now. And then talking about be submissive. Mm-hmm. You know, bring your money home and give it to him, and he's sitting on his hip, ain't doing nothing. No, no, that's misinterpreted by a lot of people. I agree. I have been told that many times before that I don't know how to submit. And here's my thing with that you kind of touched on it. If you're doing what you're supposed to do as a man, and you treat me like I want to be treated, there's no question in my mind. I'm going to do that naturally. Unless you're just some kind of crazy and deranged woman. But if I'm dealing with a dude and he's doing the things that that, that I like and and we're getting along and and I trust him and I respect him, that's natural. So what do you think about um, getting married multiple times? You know, a lot of people, um, they get married like you. You were married to my dad. For what, almost 50 years? Yes. And could you see yourself ever getting married again? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I don't know what I'm getting. Right. And back there, when I married your daddy, I thought I knew what I was getting until after I got it. Uh-huh. But I don't want to go through that again. I'm too old now to put up with a lot of argument and fussing. Uh-huh. I, 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 no, I don't. No, I would like you know. It would be nice if I had a little sweet man. He was nice to me, and I'll marry him. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm, and I'm scared to trust this. So, I'm living by myself, doing what I want to do, doing like I want to do. Now I'm scared to take that chance again, unless God speak out and say, "Day <laughs> <Damn>. okay." <laughs> So let me ask you this. So like my brother, well, Keith does. I don't know. Sean don't think Sean does. But we have keys to your house. So what if you met this guy and he's like, Dale, I don't want Keith and Edwina to have a key to the house. What you, would you think he would say? Well, he probably, you know, I don't curse no more. But he's <laughs> a, a good sitting out. Now look, these are my kids and this is my house. Now you don't come here starting no ruling now. Now, you may, and you're not going to rule the one if you bought me one, mm-hmm. you know. If I you bought me a house and I want my kids to have one, I'm going to give them one. That's not going to be a problem. We're going to have to straighten that out in the beginning. Mm-hmm. His do's and his don'ts. Mm-hmm. And he tell me what he do and don't, you know, about me. But no. I'm with you. I'm with you 110%, Mama. And honest to God, that's been one of my major fears with EJ because it's just the two of us. It's always been just the two of us. And I'm not going to allow somebody to just come in and disrupt our livelihood just because I don't want to be by myself. 
Now, you don't never forsake your child for a man. Never. Not even if it's their daddy. Yeah. You don't go against your child and your da- and the daddy is wrong. You don't do that just to say you were a man. No. Mm-hmm. Your child comes first because that's a part of you. And I don't think a lot of people, I'm not going to say they don't understand it. I'm going to say they don't want to understand it. Just like you were talking about, you know, you bringing, you going out to work and you bringing your check home and you giving it to him. Um, some women think that that's, you know, the sexy thing to do. I'm like, no, if I worked and I made the money, you know, we're going to have some kind of agreement, I guess, if I was married, we'd have an agreement on how we were going to pay the bills or, you know, this, that, and the third. What, Elliot? You can go use the bathroom on the other side of the house? Oh, anyway, can you please close that door? Grandma and I are in the middle of an episode. I assumed that. Not bad. I, did, I assumed that he didn't get me way off, mama. What was I talking about? I'm sorry, I know you heard it. So, anyway. um, Oh, I was talking about the money part of it. Yeah, you know. And not just the money, all inclusively. But with EJ, I don't have to worry about somebody telling me, well, you just bought him X amount of shoes. You can't go do that. Or you just got yourself another pair of Birkenstocks and you bought one last. Or whatever the case may be. Uh, I think you should have some kind of understanding on how you all are going to divvy up the money and who's going to be responsible for paying this, that, and the third. But you telling me what I can and cannot spend my money on, that's not going to work for me. First of all, that's why every woman needs her own money yes. coming in so she can do as she please. I don't care if it's the, the daddy or if it's the stepdaddy. You make your own money and you do what you please. If it's your child and you want to spend your whole check on your child, mm-hmm. nothing be said or done. Don't be. There are some men are jealous of their own kids. And, and it shouldn't sad. be. Yeah. It shouldn't be. You know, you got Johnny this, but then you didn't get me nothing. So mm-hmm. what? You the one. You the head. You, you the head of the family. You should be giving more. I mean, this is our child. And here you jealous of your own child. No, mm-hmm. every woman needs her own job and her own money. And she needs to learn how to keep her a stash back that he don't know about. Yep, I agree. You just made me think about something. So you know who Cardi B is, right? Yeah. All right, you know that she getting a divorce or she's filed for a divorce or whatever. So I was having this conversation uh, with Michael uh, a week or so ago. And so Michael was telling me, can you please close the door? He didn't, Michael didn't tell me to close the door. I'm, Elliot, will you close, close the door? Close that door, baby. Thank you. I don't need any echoing or outside noise. Yes, sir. Amen. I got your yes, sir. Anyway, so I was having this conversation with Michael, mom, and he says that um, Offset, which is her husband, that he wanted, you know, he wanted a family or whatever, and, and he didn't want her making those kind of videos and talking that kind of way. My thing is this, and you tell me what you think about it. When her husband met her, when Offset met her, he already knew the type of lifestyle that she lived or whatever. And so either you're going to accept that lifestyle or you're going to just say, this is not the person for me. So Michael and I were talking and he was like, well, we know uh she's a married woman now she shouldn't be acting like that i feel this way that's like somebody saying edwina you shouldn't cuss 
when you were dating me, you knew I did. That's not something that I sugarcoat. Or Edwina, you don't need to drink anymore. Or Edwina, you don't need to do this or you don't do that. I know you should compromise and you should come to a, a level that, that works for both of you. But what do you think about a woman or a man, I should say, wanting to change how a woman is just to fit his needs? No, because he knew in the beginning what type of person, what you did for a living. Mm-hmm. There's no need of him thinking that he's going to change you. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. Because he asked me, he was like, so if your husband wanted you to be, you got married and your husband wants you to be a stay-at-home mom, would you do it? Absolutely not. Because I probably wouldn't work as hard as no, I do. The only way I would do that, I'd have to have an allowance. From him? Every, yeah, he had to give me an allowance every week. So, Mom, what you going to do if he come in one day, y'all didn't been together, y'all been married 15 years, 20 years, and he decides, I don't want to give you that allowance anymore. And your job has been to raise you, your your youngest child just graduated high school. Well, that's when the marriage is gonna become raggedy, and it's gonna be some separating. Yeah. If so what don't. I'm saying is, if he's giving you an allowance and he decides when their youngest child graduates, and y'all done been married, let's say twenty years, and you haven't worked because your job has been to raise the children, take care of the house, do whatever you got to do for him, and you get this allowance and. He just stopped giving it to you because he's like, well, I don't want to be with you anymore, Dale. We would have some kind of agreement, like a contract, on what you're going to give me an allowance the rest of my life, rest of my life. You understand? I agree with you, Mama. Do you understand think women think uh, that that, that much into it? And it would have to be notarized, you know, not just he and I. You know, I'm going to give you this. It's going to have to be written down. It got to be some clause in there. You know, not just take your word of mouth because you can change, but you're going to have to go uh, uh, according to the contract that we have signed together. That way you can't renege out of nothing. So you saying it is the 73-year-old woman or would you say that you think you would have felt that same way? I would use my daddy, for instance. So you and dad got married when you were 20. Um, And if dad had told you, Dale, I don't want you to work. I just want you to stay at home, take care of the children. And then I graduated when I graduated from high school. And he says, and you didn't raise all five of y'all children, the whole King Cabane. And then he says, well, Dale, I don't want you anymore. I want a divorce for a younger woman. You have no work ethic. Your whole marriage has been raising children and being whatever you have to be for him. So do you think you would have felt that same way at 20? Or is this the 73-year-old woman? No, at the age of 20, this allows somewhere down the line, he going to mess up. Mm-hmm. You ain't, you're not going to be there, and you're going to leave him. Somebody going to hit the door. It ain't going to be like a lifetime or till my children are small and I'm going to wait till they get grown. No, somewhere down the line, he going to goof up. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be your chance to say, hey, you either do it, you can hit the door. You know, I don't need you because you're not doing nothing for me. So what do you think about, and I know, or at least not to my knowledge, my dad never had any outside children. But what do you think about men that do? We'll just say that men that have outside. Oh, no, I'm not even going to frame it that way because I was about to say men that have outside children, but I'm not. I'm going to say it this way. Do you think that men can take 
the hurt that some of them, not all, that some of them inflict on women in that being an outside child. So you married and um, he ends up getting another woman pregnant. Do you think women are more forgiving than men are? They are. Why do you say that? Very much. Because the woman know you're lying when you talk to her in the beginning. <laughs> say what, Mama? Say it again. A woman know you're lying when you talk to her in the beginning. Yeah. But she is so forgiving until, you know, it's not that she believes, but she just go on, go on with the program, knowing that, you know, he didn't mean it. Some men, don't, they don't want you to leave them. Although they're not going to treat you right all the time. But there's some you, you have to make up your own mind and what you want to do. I know for me, I have struggled with that for a long time. And for the first time in my life, I believe I am perfectly fine being single. Like, I desire to have, you know a long-term mate because I don't want to die, you know, or grow old, I should say, by myself. But I have no desire to be married. And I think for me, more than anything, like you said, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm, I'm, you know, just slamming doors, not talking to each other for a couple of weeks. Or you stay in one room, I stay in another room. If we got to do our legends, we might as well not be together. Um, And then the other part of that is, like, every time that I've hit rock bottom, in my life, whether it be finances or whether it's EJ, you know, got sick or whatever the case, I've never had a man there to show his support. And so that has numbed me to where I'm like, if I'm going to be with somebody, I'm going to be with somebody that I really want to be with. And he really wants to be with me. I don't need him for a child. I already have one. I can't have anymore. I don't need him to purchase a car. I'm able to do that on my own. I don't need him to buy me some big flamboyant, nice house. Been there, done that. So why do you think women in our society are so in a hurry to get married? Some women think they actually can't make it without a man. Why do you think they feel like they They, can't make it without a guy? They, well, they just feel like the things that he can do for her to make her feel good, they satisfy her. And not really, you know, I use sex for instance. Sex doesn't solve a problem. What I said with me. Mama, I thought you turned. Hold on, I thought you turned the TV down. I did. I can still hear. So it, I guess we're gonna be hearing the TV, and it's fine. We'll hear the TV in the background. Okay, go ahead. What you were saying? But what were you saying? What you were saying? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, you talking about women? Some women feel like they can't make it without. They feel like they can't make it without, and they feel like they need the body use of a man in order to make it. Oh, you talking about? You said I'm a. I mean, cause y'all. You said, for example, sex. That's where you were. Yeah, they thinking that, you know, this is something that I gotta have. But my thing is, if you don't treat me nice, you don't talk to me, you don't do nothing for me. That's just sex is bitter. But all women's are not like that because some can have sex and don't care nothing about you. I'm not like that. I gotta care something about you in in order for me to have sex. And that sex includes being nice. We doing things together. We laugh together. We having fun together. Mm-hmm. Not just what you want and when you want it. You mm-hmm. know, I don't. I don't. That's not happiness to me. 
No, it's definitely not happening to me because when I go home and I have to tell God many, many, or I have told God this many, many times, God, I thank you. When I look at, you know, everything that I have in my home is mine. You know, I don't have to worry about somebody putting me out. I don't have to worry about somebody saying, get your stuff and get out of here. You know, I'm like, God, yeah, it gets lonely sometimes, but I'm grateful to know that you give me strength each and every day, even when I don't want to get up, to get up and go grind. And, you know, I like nice stuff and I don't need somebody telling me when I can and cannot get it. So let me ask you one more question. What do you think are the two biggest issues of someone being married? I've heard people say finances and sex are the two biggest arguments. What do you think? Uh, one of the big issues is of not having trust in your mate. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have trust in your mate, that, you mean, being happy, a person being trustworthy, treating you nice, that bring about, you don't mind having sex. Mm-hmm. That comes in, but... Now, don't do treat me any kind of way and think that I want to love on you. No, you're pushing me away. You, you, you're not, you don't know how to talk to me. You're rude to me. You never offer me, well, let's go out for dinner or things that you know I like, especially shoes. Here, take this and go buy yourself a pair of shoes. Do things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. And that brings about the sex life. Sex life doesn't it doesn't do nothing. It it helps in a marriage, but if you don't trust that person, show that person that you love them without telling them that all the time don't mean nothing. And so what what else do you think? So trust is one. What else do you think are 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 big issues in a marriage? You got to be able to sit down and talk to one another. Communication. Yeah. You can't you can't make it without that. You got to uh, believe in one another Mm -hmm. as well as listening to one another. Because sometimes you can think you're right and you can be wrong. Mm -hmm. And if you communicate with one another, then that other mate can bring it out. Where you did da-da-da-da-da. A lot of times you think think of something is wrong when you can be wrong yourself until somebody bring that out to you. You know, uh, I mean, marriage is is a good thing, I think, if both spouse 50-50 with one another. Mm-hmm. Can't be one nice and the other one cheat. It's not going to work. So what was your biggest uh, learning lesson getting married? So, oh, I think 20 is young. Getting married at 20 and staying with um, my dad or my siblings and our dad until he died like not you know to get too personal or anything like that but what was the one thing or it may be more than one that you can think of that was like a huge sacrifice for you by you know staying married as long as you stayed well one reason when i when i got married i thought i was really in love he was really nice to me i mean there was nothing that i could won't for or whatever he was there he was just he was nice but the moment i married him later on in marriage it changed 
Whereas when we were courting, going together, I wanted him. I wanted a break from his face. But then Not a break I, from his face. <laughs> yes, from looking at him. Oh, my gosh. And then once I got married to him, it was just like he had to go be with the boys. He, My thing was he should have been with the boys instead of being up in my face all the time. But then I went on and I ended up with five babies. And I really didn't couldn't afford to take them take care of them by myself. Didn't want to go back home with my parents because my dad and I didn't get along. So I put up with it. I put up with it. And then once they got grown, you know, I put up less with it. You know, I would hear and don't hear. Mm-hmm. Going one ear and not the other ear because I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> You know, I ain't. I don't have to. Put, I didn't have to put up with it then, but I stayed there for the sake of my kids because I didn't want a stepfather mm-hmm. in their life because I had one, and I didn't like him, and I didn't want my children to have one. But sometimes I get so mad at myself. Why didn't I? You know, but I couldn't drag my children here and there and didn't have no place to keep them. You know, could have went back home. But it had been hell at home, so why leave one place and go to another one? But throughout the years, like I said, when they got grown, I let him know. Well, I let him know then. But his excuse was, you can go, but the children can't go. But once they got grown, he couldn't use that on mm-hmm. no more. You know, I hit the dough. Look, you either straighten up and do right. Or you hit the dough. You know, and you know what? I really believe that's why he became a preacher. Mama. <laughs> in his time because I had had enough. Yeah. And when you got enough, you're going to put a stop to it. Yeah. But they made him a changed man. Well, he didn't want you to, to, to leave him or whatever. And, you know, um, I don't really know what was going on in dad's head. I just know. Just from my experience, and I've never been married, but I've dealt with some guys that they know, or they knew, I should say, at the time, that they weren't doing, you know, what they should have been doing, which was causing the friction between me and me and them, or him and I, I should say that. But um, I'm listening to you talk, and I'm thinking of myself, and just the things that guys have said to me over the years, I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to do what I want. I'm not your child. I don't need a father figure. My daddy was in my life. I was raised in a two-parent home. So I don't need that. I need what you said, somebody that we can communicate openly with each other, somebody that I trust, somebody that I respect, somebody that is a positive role model for my child. And sometimes, Mama, I'm like, is that so hard to ask? Is that, I mean, not so hard to ask. Is that so hard to obtain? Like, that's, that's all I'm asking for. It's not hard, but it's got to be in the make and want to do that. Because don't get me wrong now, sometimes it be, it turn the other side. Sometimes it be the woman. Yeah, that's ignorant. Yeah. You know, and I consider that a silly woman. You know, you got a nice man. He working. He treats you nice. He respect you. He, you can trust in him and that he would do what he say he going to do. Mm-hmm. And there are some women's not. They they're not appreciative of that. that. No, mm-hmm. they're not. They out there giving it to somebody else. It's not going to give them nothing. I, In a way, I think it's about 50-40. You know. 50-40? What are you talking about? I think there's about 50. There's some women's 
appreciate. Oh. And then there's about 40% they don't. They don't. I mean, that's all I ever wanted in life is somebody that made me happy. Didn't have to have no two and three, just one man that made me happy. But now a lot of women's not like that. No. They got a man to make them happy, give them the the desire of their heart, and then they give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get that out of women's. But then, like I say, there are some good good men's and there are some good women's. Yeah, um, I just have gotten to the point that I try not to even think about it anymore. Um, you know, marriage or a long term, um, relationship, and I'm I, I'm a lot like you. You know, I am my own person. I don't know if you remember this. I told Dad and you this. This was some years ago. Uh, that I felt the reason I wasn't married was because both of you. I felt like all men were like my dad, and then. You are so independent, and I'm that very same way. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm not going to sit around and wait for somebody else to do that for me because I don't want somebody throwing it in my face. Well, I remember I did this, remember I did that. And it's okay for you to be nice, but that's not what I desire. And I think a lot of men feel like that makes them feel a certain kind of way if a woman needs them financially. I don't need you financially. I need you emotionally. Yeah, that's true. And so, um, I don't know. I don't have the answers for it, but I know that I'm not going to, like you said, I'm not going to take certain things off of anybody, especially not now because I know I don't have to. So is there anything that you want to add or tell, you know, women like myself, you know, that are self-sufficient, but they desire to have a mate? Well, I like to tell the women before they make their step in life, do some research, and you will always have some clues. Yep. For an example, if you are, why you courting? If he fight, if you're fighting, why you courting? Look for that in a marriage. If he don't ever have any money, why y'all courting? He doesn't manage his money right. And then half the time he's not working. But you know, I didn't have to look. I didn't. In my marriage, Eddie was nothing like that. I mean, doing our courtship. If it was anything, and I always brought it to him clear. Whatever you get me, if it's something for Valentine's Day, Christmas, or birthday, don't give me no secondhand stuff. And don't give me nothing cheap. Mm-hmm. And that. He didn't. He didn't. That's why I couldn't. But there was other people could see in him what I couldn't see. And I didn't see it until after I married him and had a child. Yeah. That's when my eyes was open up. But And I couldn't figure out for nothing, you know, how did this man change so much? I mean, every time I turned, he was there. Then once I got married and we had a baby, he was a different man. Well, Mom, he showed, and I love my dad, but he showed his representative is what that's called. So he showed the person that he wanted you to see until he got with you. And like you said, there are clues. There were a lot of clues in my last relationship. As a matter of fact, the very first time that you met him, 
You told me, Weena, that's not going to work. He's like, I don't want to tell you because you're going to think I don't want you to talk to anybody. But the things that you said to me, I don't know to this day how you knew it. But you saw things that I couldn't see at the time. And you tried to warn me. But did I listen? No. I went through with it. Gratefully, I'm glad that I didn't get married to him or, you know, have a baby or whatever. But he was showing a representative. And if I had got tangled up, like really got tangled up with him, then it would have been hell to pay the captain. Well, see, that's where God comes in. When you living for God in the righteous way, God revealed things to you. You see things, and yet at that time you don't understand why is this, and then later on it come to pass. Mm-hmm. You can see a person, not that you judging a person. I can look at a person right now. I'm not judging, but I can look at a person right now and just about tell you from just talking to him what kind of person he is. Whether he he's a good person, whether he's out to use you. I mean, you coming up, not only you, but the rest of my kids didn't like to hear me say that because they, and even your daddy didn't like to hear me say that, you know, it was cause you judging, but it took them to find out, mama, you told me so, mm-hmm. you, know, you told me, try to warn you, you know, like I said, God revealed things to you and you, your children are wondering. How did you know this? Well, he definitely revealed that to you. You were spot on. And I won't say who the person is, but you were spot on with him. And you were spot, you don't know who I'm talking about. You were spot on with the guy um, that lived in Houston. Mm -hmm. You already know who I'm talking about. You was like, Weena, I'm telling you right now, that's not what you want or whatever. Um, and again, I don't know how you knew that, but you were like, "Mm mm-mm. So, uh, I've had people to ask me, you know, over the years, like, Weena, if, uh, especially after this last situation, it was like, if you met somebody and you thought he was one and your mom told you he wasn't, what would you? I said, I stopped talking to him right then. I said, because my mom, whether I wanted to agree with it or not at the time, every time my mom has told me that somebody was not for me, she was absolutely right. So, um, as always, I hope that, you know, you gain something from, um, this episode, you know, with my mom, I'm loving being able, you know, to talk with her and have these kinds of conversations and until next time.